Super Talk Mississippi media production. Sign up for a six-month bottled water contract for your home or office today and get your first five-gallon bottle free. Visit watertomydoor.com and use code DRINKITIN at checkout. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app and, of course, your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Don't forget, too, you can watch good things. We are streaming live on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. Okay, today we're calling all cruising the coast attention. You may be having the blues that it's all over with, but I got another great calls for you to crank up your road-worthy vehicle for, but this time you're going to be headed to Brookhaven. And joining us on Good Things to tell us a little bit more is Miss Vicki Moak. She's with Warriors of the Badge. Hey, Vicki. Hey, Rebecca. How are you? I am doing well, and I'm excited about your event. Hopefully you're going to have beautiful weather for everyone to crank up and head to Brookhaven. But tell us about this fourth annual poker ride. Okay, the poker ride, we do it every year in October, usually around uh, the 11th. As a matter of fact, today is Zach's birthday. And uh, he rode a motorcycle, so we do it around in that time. But this year we put it back a week because my brother works offshore, and he loves to be here for it. But uh, we'll meet up at the Civic Center, and we have a designated route, and we ride and have fun. Well, give us a little bit of background about Zach and why he's so special to this event. Okay, Zach was uh, was my son, and he and James White uh, worked with the Brookhaven Police Department, and they were both killed in the line of duty September the 29th of 2018 when they answered a call for shots fired. So both of them lost their life that morning. And as you go through that kind of pain and... Uh, you know, I just felt God calling me. Well, he had called me before. Uh, Zach knew that, that God had laid on my heart to do something for the police officers. I just didn't know he was waiting for that moment. But, uh, you know, when an officer dies, the family has, uh, has a time they go through there that they don't have anything coming in. So we raise money, and what we do, we provide them with a check at the time their loved one is killed in the line of duty or critically injured to help them get through another month. And this goes for all first responders. What a, that is definitely a good thing and definitely a gap that needs to be bridged during, you know, an unimaginable time. So how this is the fourth annual. So how did you find your way to Warriors of the Badge and making it kind of official? Is that a part of something maybe larger, or did you start that right there in Brookhaven? So I started it in Brookhaven. Started it in Brookhaven, didn't really know, um, and still I'm in a learning phase, you know, um, 
I went and a CPA has been wonderful in helping me set it up and get things going and he makes sure everything stays in line. If I have to ask him a question, he's always there. I have a board of nine people that help, you know, help me with it as we plan fundraisers and, uh, anything we, we need to do, they're always there. But we're not a big, uh, organization. We don't have a lot of funds. You know, we depend on the, goodness of people to donate or either come to our events and participate in them. But since we started in 2019, uh, May of 2019, we put our, we sent our first check down to uh, the McKeithen family on the coast. And since then, we've given out probably about $54,000. That's because people recognize that we should back our blue and support those. It's particularly the families when, again, when they're going through such a horrible time of loss. So you mentioned honoring a fallen on the coast. So even though this event and you're out of Lincoln County there in Brookhaven, you you look to sort of uh, connect those dots for all the families in Mississippi or any fallen family in Mississippi, correct? Any fallen families in Mississippi and any that are critically injured. As a matter of fact, last year we... Uh, we gave out 31000 That was the most we had given out, and uh, most of it went to in the Jackson area and um, Flowood, uh, Madison, um, uh, Jackson itself. Uh, uh, so most of our checks went to, went to the Jackson area. Most of them were, you know, a couple of them, I can't remember the names, but, uh, you know, some of them were critically injured, so they had to go through therapy and different things to get back on uh Back on duty, you know, Brad Sullivan was one. Uh, he may have been the year before, but uh, B.C. Hamilton with uh, Richland, a bunch of them, we, most of our checks went up there last year. Well, you know you're doing good when people continue to support your efforts, Vicki. And so if it's growing every year, that means it's doing something right. And it's having a little fun while while they're at it. I know folks really enjoy their motorcycles, their Jeeps, their trucks, their fun cars. They want any excuse to get out and rev it up and, and show it off. So here's here's another one. This is coming up, you said, October the 22nd. Now, how does a poker ride work? I've never I've never done one of those before. I'd never done one either, but mostly, usually it's all from just motorcycles. But, uh, a lot of the people that knew Zach didn't have motorcycles and I didn't want anybody left out that wanted to come and honor him and remember him or anybody else. So, uh, what we do, we start at the Civic Center there in Brookhaven and we have a designated route that we take. We usually draw our first card. Your first poker card, you draw it at the Civic Center. And we have four stops that we make, and you draw a card at each stop. And whoever has the best hand when you get back to the Civic Center wins the money for uh, whatever the pot we have, you know, whatever money we designate to put in the pot for the, the winning winning hand. So, uh, And we Zach's patrol car usually leads every year. It will lead again this year. And most of the poker rides, they say they, you know, when I talk to motorcycle groups, they say, well, we plan to – around and if somebody wants to branch out and do something else and it's an all day thing. But we pretty much stay in a stay together. We don't take off until everybody's drawn their card and we and they come back in a group. So it's it's fun. Everybody plays their music, flies whatever flags they want to fly and it's just a good country ride. 
And then you end it. Just relax and enjoy the music and enjoy the scenery. And then you end it and have fellowship and look at the cars and do all the things that car people like to do, right? Like, ooh, where'd you get that? How long did it take you to restore this? You know, all the all the good fellowship that comes uh, with that as well. Well, Vicki, can they go ahead and sign up? How do they learn more information about getting um, getting into the ride? They can go to our Facebook page, Warriors of the Badge. They can sign up that day. Uh, it's $25 for, per hand. You can get up to three hands, and that hand includes your lunch. We provide, we have lunch ready when they get back, and we sit and we, uh, you know, everybody, everybody leaves when they get ready. And we usually have donuts and coffee and, and juice in the morning when they get there and have a little program that uh, we uh, share some time about some of the officers and different things. So we have a, a nice little program before and prayer time to bless the ride. So, um, but it's $25 and you get lunch and a little light breakfast and, and have a good time. Vicki, what does it mean to the families of the officers who you're, because obviously it's for the, you're, you're honoring the officer, yes, but it feels like this is for the families so they also don't go uh, unforgotten, that, that you know that your community is still with you, even though your loved one is going through something difficult or paid the ultimate price. What does it mean to the families? Most of the families I have heard back from say it means a lot. A lot of them have, uh, especially some of the injured from last year, you know, that we, that money provided food on the table for them. And, you know, and it did bridge the gap. It, uh, so it means a lot to them to know because I know when I, Zach was not married. And, you know, I'm, I was on, you know, I, I, I was taking care of myself too. But that's what I thought of at the time he died. I said, I wonder how families deal with everything that comes at them at that time of an officer's death. And, you know, you hate to think of it, but when one dies, you, you're thinking, oh, how am I going to handle? How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to take care of my children? And so uh, with this money, it gives them a little bit of peace of mind, knowing that they can maybe take off an extra week or two if they have to, to be with their family, to be with their kids, to make sure they're okay. And that's what I want them to do. I want them to know that they are cared for, they are loved, and and they're prayed for, and we'll never forget them. Well, I love that, Miss Vicky. I love that your mama's heart is just still paying it forward with Warriors of the Badge. I encourage everyone to go to Facebook and sign up. If you've got, you know, your motorcycle, your Jeep, or whatever you enjoy riding, come out and support event. I feel like it's it's definitely a good thing, and we appreciate your son's service, Miss Vicky, and you're in our thoughts and prayers. Thank you. I appreciate you giving me the time. And anybody that wants to come out, we would love to have you. All righty. You guys stick with us. We're going from a poker run to barbecue coming up next.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Watch good things. We're on your computer, your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices. You can also watch us on Seaspire TV. So if you have Seaspire TV, you can find us on Channel 70, right next to the Weather Channel. You'll also see that I'm not alone now in the Good Things Studio. Joining with me now is Miss Alexis. She was the preteen who walked away with the second place trophy at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue in Kansas City, Missouri, a couple of weeks ago. And joining her too is her mom, Miss Hannah, with Pig. Say it for me. Piglitically incorrect. Piglitically. There's just no way I'm going to get through that day. Incorrect barbecue competition team, which is also your dad, is a part of that as well. So first, congratulations. Thank you. This is really exciting. Okay, so let's go back to the beginning, Alexis, of your long 11 years. When did you pick up barbecuing as your own hobby? Well, four years ago, I started Kids Keep. That's, like, when I kind of started to learn how to cook it on my own and how to, like, do things on my own without, like, having people to, like, help me, like, every, like, second, you know? So did you grow up around barbecue? Yes, I did. Yes. So, Mom, when did the family start competing in terms of barbecue competitions? So, uh, my husband one day just decided uh, he was watching, um, you know, the barbecue TV shows on TV, and he was like, "I can do that." And I was like, "Okay." And he used to be very competitive, and so he um, always jokes that he can't compete athletically anymore as we get older. And so he um, uh, signed up for the Bass Pro Shop contest locally here in Pearl, and we did that, and um, just kind of got under our skin, and we did just started doing great in the beginning i guess they call it beginner's luck and then you know you go to the the really big kcbs competitions and we just started doing it you know on the weekends traveling around mississippi and the surrounding states and now it's our very (laughs) (laughs) more to that in just a second but i see here recently you guys were named the grand champion of the downtown jonesboro barbecue fest Uh i mean y'all received first place in brisket second place in ribs fourth place in both chicken and pork shoulder is there a bird or an animal that y'all don't put on the grill yeah basically just about everything so (laughs) but uh, he just does kcbs events which those are the four categories there that they do so, Alexis, as you're growing up watching the barbecue competition, what about it was like, you know what, Mom and Dad, scoot over. I think I can take the coals for myself. Well, usually I see, like, a bunch of people competing in barbecue, and it's just like I feel like I should be able to, like, be in, like, co- like competition, like, big barbecue mm-hmm. one day. And if I do Kids cue, then maybe it can get me there one day. So you had the choice. You could cook a mm-hmm. steak or hamburger. Which one did you choose? Um, well, it was by age group. Like, you had to, like, if you were 11 and, I mean, if you were uh, 10 and under, you had to cook a, a burger. But I really wanted to cook a steak anyway. But I'm 11, so I was in the age group. But I think that steaks are easier to cook than burgers because... Like, there's just, there's so many more steps that you have to do with burgers than steaks. And that's why I really Is it hard to mess up a good steak? Mm, Not really. It's not really hard to mess up a steak. People People do it all the time. (laughs) Unless you overcook it. Unless you overcook (laughs) it. So how did you pick out your steak? Did you, or did you have total control? So once you chose that I'm going to pick, I'm going to do steak, 
Walk us through, like, from your competitor mindset, how did you get prepared for the big day? Well, we got off all of our supplies and stuff, and, like, you just kind of, you do, like, you prep your meat and stuff, and you season it with all of your seasons, and then you, like, kind of let it sit there and, like, kind of let the meat sweat a little bit, and then... You light your charcoals, and then you start cooking it. So is this all on your own? So like, Well, so they provide, since it's a competition, they provide the same steaks to everyone gotcha. um, at the Royal. And then they have the, the KCBS rep that actually lights their, char- their charcoal for them. So you didn't have to necessarily play with fire by yourself. Mm-hmm. But you did have to, like, and that's kind of the hardest part when it comes to cooking a good steak. I, not that I have any lots of um, you know, experience doing that, but watching others is it's in the fire, right? It's in the coals, when to know to flip it, when not to flip it, all mm-hmm. of those things. So what were you what were you judged on? I know taste is obviously probably top, but I know there's other things about it that judges look well, at. Well, y- you had to have, like, if you really want to, like, do good in a competition, you have to have grill grates. And that's, like, where you, like, it's, like, I forgot the word what it's called, but it's, like, you have, like, markings on it. And, like, it makes it look pretty. It has, like, the, like, X's on it and mm-hmm. stuff. And that's what makes basically gets you up top. But the taste is, like, one of the main things. But grill grates helps you a lot. I think that's, like, one of the main things that helped me get second place. What did you cook your steak to? Uh, 128. 128. Was that very specific? Were you you going for the 128? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was that considered in the world of steaks, that medium? Medium rare. Medium rare. Mm -hmm. Is that how you Mm -hmm. like your steak? Yes, ma'am. So you'd be mad at me if I asked for a well-done steak? Would that be, would you, would I not win a competition with a well-done steak? Um. Probably not. I don't even know how to make a well-done steak. <laughs> yes, you do. You just leave it on there longer than you want to. Let's just yeah, right. <laughs> you, you just put it on there longer than you want. Okay, so when you knew it was ready, I know another part like of competition also is the plating, is the whole like presentation. Did you practice all that before, or did you just know how to build your plate for your steak? Well, we were talking about it a lot. Like We were like saying, well, we're going to practice the steak for, like, months, and then when we get there, we haven't even practiced it. Like Such the day life. of. Such yeah. a life of, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you did your greenery yeah, all by I yourself did, and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I did my greenery and my kale boxes and stuff. That's probably one of the hardest part about making a steak is the greenery because, like, if, like, barbecue sauce or anything gets on it, like, that, they'll count off. So that's probably one of like the most precise things you have to be careful about. Which I think that's also, Mom. You know, they don't recon- people don't recognize what just cooking it well isn't the only part of competition. Right. The presentation part is like huge. How many exactly. judges tasted your steak? Um, I'm pretty sure five each table. I'm not particularly sure. I just know that like you put your steak in like a particular block. Your a particular box but like there's like bunches of tables you just get to choose what table you put your steak in so you only cooked one you didn't have yeah, to cook like five right. different and she steak. had six judges that judge it and then each judge gives a score and that's how they calculate that. how many alexis how many competitors did you have so in the 11 to what 15 yeah i think uh so overall there's about like 
50 or 60 kids, so probably like 30 or 40 kids in the steak because there's more kids in the steak than there were kids in the burger, so probably about 40 or 30. Boys and girls, mixed yeah. gendered. Mm-hmm. You beat out all the boys. <laughs> and did you want to tell her your the seasonings that you used? Oh, yeah. So I used the man meats barbecue the real barbecue uh, seasoning and then I use the um the the black label the black label he- heavy smoke heavy black smoke label. black label and I have another secret one but I can't say that I was one say are you can give us all of your secrets <laughs> yeah here I think on she's gonna today. she's gonna keep one of them to herself yeah. I believe we have someone <laughs> said that on our text line said smear marks is that what it's called like sear sear scar mm-hmm. you don't want to smear your meat sear <laughs> sear marks is that what they're called mm-hmm. is that the formal yeah. term mm-hmm. for yeah. it so they're ba- basically black grill grates that go on top of your grill and they just make the pretty the pretty crisscross markings so see. maybe that's what I'm missing in my grilling experience Maybe that's what's keeping me from being uh, a, a top-notch griller. No, that's not. That's not it. That's not it at all. So you weren't ner- were you nervous? Because I I read you were in front of like two thousand attendees. Well, yes, I was really nervous, but I wasn't nervous about the people in the crowd. When I got up on stage, I just saw a bunch of like. 14 year olds and i was like oh no i'm like i'm not finna do good i'm like one of the 11 year olds out here and there's like a bunch of like 13 and 14 and 15 year olds and i'm just like well that just means so well you're nervous because you thought that maybe they had more experience cooking than you because Mm -hmm. i was thinking i mean you just put your meat on the Mm -hmm. you know thing you know if it gets to 128 it doesn't matter how old you are you take it off it should should taste that's right. It mm-hmm. tastes pretty good, I think. Uh, but I can see there where you would get a little nervous. Had you cooked steaks at all? I know, I know you didn't really practice, but had you cooked steaks on your own prior to this? I've never cooked a steak before. Most of the kids' cues she's done has been burger hamburger pork or pork chop. So. Okay. So, so okay, what was it like whenever you heard your name called? Well, I was like... Oh, my gosh. I did not know I was going to win because there are so many people that were competing. And um, I just was like, I was in kind of shock because I was like, oh, my gosh. What did you win? I won uh, a trophy and $250. What are you going to do with the money? Um, Probably Amazon. <laughs> you know, Amazon Prime is having their sale today. Tomorrow is probably not a good thing to, to necessarily uh, tell you on that. But I want to hear about your burger cooking and more. You stick with us? Mm. You stick around? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. cool. All right, y'all stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
don't forget, you can watch Good Things. We're on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. You'll see we're continuing our conversation with Hannah, she's mom, and Alexis, who's her daughter, Garrett, who she just won, or I say won, but you got second place. In our mind, you were a winner, Alexis, at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue in Kansas City, and you did the ribeye steak, but I hear that burgers are kind of your jam. How many times have you competed in the burger category? A Probably I compete in contests like at least like five times a year. and So probably five times four is uh, 20? 20. Yeah, it's like 20 times. I'm just impressed you tried to do the math. Right. I would have just been like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Several times. Several times. Okay, so what is it about the burger that, that you sort of, or is that in terms of age range of the competitions, is that what they kind of just the only thing you can do right now? Well... Not really. It like more kind of less populated contests like in Tennessee and stuff. I don't really have to do a steak. I can just do a burger because most of them I'm not going to be able to do a steak. But the Royal is probably one of the biggest contests in the world, which it is actually. And they kind of have to split it up into age groups because you don't just want to be going on and keep on doing burgers for the rest of the year, you know. So. You have to change it up sometimes. So. You just don't want to cook burgers the rest of your life. I get that. You want to elevate it to steaks. But what are your best burger cooking tips? Like when you go to compete in the burger category, what do you? Which, what's what's your secret weapons? Mm, my secret weapons are really like I have a tip that like when you do the burger, when you like when you are done like mixing and grinding all the seasons to it. Usually people just, like, put it in the cooker and be like, okay, let it cook. Well, if you want to put your thumb in the middle, it usually, if you put your thumb in the middle, it doesn't blow up. Like, it doesn't get, like, a big ball. It actually stays flat, and it, like, it helps the burger, like, not, like, get up into a big ball. And that's kind yeah. of a, that's mm-hmm. kind of a So what temperature do you cook your burger to? Um, like, 100 or 200 yeah. I think I don't well she actually does a steak burger so she'll grind um, a ribeye and a sirloin together so it's more of a steak burger and not really a hamburger oh that mm-hmm. makes it even so that makes it even yummier. better <laughs> so what is it about the competitions that keep you coming back is it the winning or just the excitement or the thrill of doing it well it's it's kind of the winning because I like to hear my name get called and like walk across the stage I like that most part but it's also fun cooking but once you do a lot of stuff, you kind of get tired of it. So that's why I'm kind of excited when I get older. When you get, like, 20 or something, or hopefully I'll be doing barbecue still, you get to go to backyard barbecue. I'm pretty sure at least, like, 19 or 18 or older, you get to go to backyard barbecue. It's where you get to do, like, the stuff that they do and stuff and you get to do like a whole bunch of categories and stuff which i'm excited about that but hannah you and west started this as i guess as a sort of side hobby as a family did you ever think it would turn into an entire family affair absolutely not we um we just kind of did it for fun because we saw the local uh, barbecue and boats at bass pro shop in pearl and um, we just kind of haven't stopped since um it's it's like the barbecue world is uh, we call it barbecue family like we just look forward to seeing all our friends from all these different states at all the events and um it's just kind of like a a separate family when you um, start hanging out with all the barbecue people on the weekend 
friends. It's um, it's just really fun. You mentioned your husband Wes said, "Oh, I think I could do that," and y'all just sort of reached out and it sort of you know snowballed. Mm-hmm. What's well, like one or two things that you had no idea about that most folks don't rec- realize whenever they see you know people winning these big barbecue mm-hmm. competitions? What's going on in the background? Um, probably uh, the cost of the meat. I just basically told Wes to stop telling me how much she was spending on meat products because it's it's insane right now anyway. But even before the prices weren't bad, um, barbecue meat prices were bad because he um, gets his briskets from Florida and, um, you know, just to have them delivered. And he's not just going out and buying a brisket from a local grocery store, um, although he does for chicken and ribs and things. But um, but the brisket's kind of kind of a hot item. So that's a, a lot of people don't know the insane amount of meat cost, I guess, is one thing, or how long it takes to make a turn-in box. Uh, you know, you have to make four turn-in boxes for the judges. That's very time-consuming because you want them to look like a putting green when you turn it in. So, But what keeps the family going back for more? Um, you know, winning. Um, you know, hearing your name called and, you know, sometimes I'll say, even if you don't win, just getting to hang out with your friends and competing and sharing stories and recipes. I mean, I think we would still do it even if we never heard our name called just because it's a, it's kind of a, a club. You got, you got me tickled. You said, you know, when you win because the judges get tripped up on y'all, the name of y'all's, uh, y'all's team. How did yeah. you come up with the name? So, um, Wes, share with us again, which I hate he's not here. He, um, he loves politics and he, you know, was sitting down thinking about what our name, um, should be called. So he was thinking, well, I like to be politically incorrect and he was like i could just call us piglitically incorrect and i was like that's perfect i was like i don't know if anybody can say it but that's a great name <laughs> i've tried a couple of times and it failed miserably so but i do think it's uh it's cute and it gets people talking and laughing and i can see where that's part of the whole entire sort of Absolutely. realm of the barbecue competition well alexis when you were when you first came, did you first come to your parents to want to do a competition or did they sort of encourage you to do it well, when I did competitions, most of them, like a bunch of the little kids were usually there. Like, they they kind of put me towards contests with, like, more younger kids when I was that young. So, yeah, they kind of encouraged me to do it. But I, I probably wanted to do it, but I couldn't really make my mind up when I was that age, you know. I just was like, oh, well, I can bake and cook, so I want to do that. Probably that's why I wanted to do it. Do you also bake and cook, like, in the, besides just meats or is entrees kind yes, of your thing? Yes, I do bake and cook. Uh, I do, I help out with Easter. I'm going to help out with Easter this year. I just learned another recipe that I can cook. But, yeah, I help out and cook with something. You got Thanksgiving and Christmas before yeah, Easter. Exactly. Are you going to try out that recipe prior to Prior to then? I hope so. Yeah. What, what is it? Tell us what it is. Well, I can make deviled eggs because I only really look forward to making things that I, like, enjoy. And I like deviled eggs, like, a lot. I just like them during Easter and Thanksgiving and Christmas. They're really good. Um, yeah, that's, like, really – I know how to make bean dip, mm-hmm. which we do, like, for, like, parties and stuff. And I know how to make uh, my mom's famous banana pudding that she – like a bunch of 
people that she knows loves is a very secret recipe. I have to say, you keep that recipe close to exactly. your chest because that will take you further than <laughs> than any barbecue. <laughs> and she um, she helps me out a lot. A lot of these barbecue contests, not all of them, but they have ancillary events, and they'll have um, a dessert contest, a drink contest, a side contest. So all of that, I usually am talking her into helping me with that, so I don't have to do it by myself. What do your friends think about you being a barbecue princess? Well, most of them think it's cool. And some of my friends do barbecue, but they live in Georgia. That's the Atlanta barbecue store, which he actually won first place. Uh huh. Um, his name is Cole. He he lives in Georgia. I just said that. But um, most of my sauces I get from them because they like sell those uh, rubs and stuff. But um, I think Alexis needs her own sauce and rubs. I think you need to get in the kitchen and mm-hmm. figure brand that out That's for yourself. Idea. Yeah, and then Just mix some stuff. I'll take five percent <laughs> for giving you the. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally, totally kidding. What's next on the horizon for you? Do you have one already on the calendar? Um, I honestly don't know. I I know that some of our friends are hosting a barbecue contest. But I don't think we're going to be able to make that one. But usually the one that we most look up to is Brookhaven Contest. Mm -hmm. That's like the one that we like to go to the most besides the Royal. We love the Royal. Yeah, that's a great town. And it's right there um, downtown Brookhaven on the railroad track. So it's a lot of fun. When is it? Um, that is a great question. Um, I think it's going to be in the spring, maybe. Yeah. Gotcha. But I have no so idea. So it may have already happened for 2022, but mm-hmm. you're looking for it for 2023. Well, we're going to keep a lookout for you. Is there anywhere we can keep up with pigitically incorrect barbecue? Yes, we actually have a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So you can check us out on Facebook. All righty. Mm-hmm. And hopefully one day maybe we can come and taste something that you guys do. You said you give it all away. Once That's you right. cook it all. Yeah. We, I, after every contest, we go eat at the Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. and usually give all of our barbecue to our neighbors and friends. So, And Alexis, what's your favorite cuisine? What is cuisine? Food. <laughs> My favorite food is... Um, from bar- like barbecue food, just any food. Oh, um, I like Ichiban. That's one of my favorite restaurants. That's like I like that uh, type of food. Maybe you can learn how to combine those two mm-hmm. worlds together and make oh, your yeah. own kind that of sounds good. Maybe. kind of style mm-hmm. and whatever. Well, I think it's cool. I think more girls should get mm-hmm. out there and barbecue and keep doing what brings you joy. And yeah, good luck to you too, parents. I think it's neat that this is a fun family event. Thank you for your time here on Good Things. And you guys stick with us. We've got some tickets for you to win coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. You can also stream us from your Supertalk Mississippi app. And, of course, you can find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. But you can find Chicago, one of the greatest bands ever, on October the 28th at the Brandon Amphitheater. And you guessed it, Brandon. Tickets for the show are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Brandon Amphitheater box office. But we still got a few more pairs to give away here on Good Things. So we got a pair for you today. So if you want to be the... 15th. 15th texter to the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395, with the key phrase to win a pair of tickets. The key phrase today is, oh, you got a lot to text, Saturday in the park. Get those thumbs out and ready. Let's see. We should make it sentences. And correct grammar only will win. I'm totally The quick kidding. brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. <laughs> Use all those letters. <laughs> oh, no. Saturday in the park. No, we will not hold spelling or auto text uh, against you, although we get tickled sometimes when they come through. Look, auto text has gotten all of us at some point in time with something or another. But you just need to be texter number 15-601-879-4395. You will win a pair of tickets to see Chicago there at the Brandon Amphitheater. We say it all the time here, though, on Good Things. If you are on the Book of Faces, you definitely should be uh, a part of the growing Good Things Facebook group. We do have a lot of fun there. I told you yesterday, and many of you listened and heeded my advice to check us out and to see the spooky, your spooky season laugh that you needed, which was hidden cameras and the haunted houses. If you haven't done that, I think it will give you a good lift in your spirits, at least today, uh, if you need it. Another thing that may lift your spirits and excite you is this really great headline that's coming from um, Mississippi College or MC. The new There's a new Leland Speed Scholarship. It is providing full tuition for all Mississippi students and it is named in honor of the longest serving board member in the school's history. It's going to provide full tuition for all admitted students from the state of Mississippi beginning with those enrolling in the fall of 2023 semester. Eligible students who you have to be from the Magnolia State and then they do take out all federal state or um any other grants or scholarships that may first have been applied for, I think there's some steps to it. But basically, no other institution of higher learning in the state offers full tuition scholarships for all qualified students from Mississippi. Rhino, I know that you are a graduate from MC, and so I don't Could've know. it have been nice. <laughs> I, I seemed to get the short end of the stick when it came to everything financial from Mississippi College. I don't, I'm sorry. Uh I know, yes. They had a limit on scholarships when I first got there. To MC? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That feels unfair. You could not get a full ride. Now they're giving them away. <laughs> well, I think this gentleman is, is helping to bridge Mr. Leland. I'm not something. bitter. <laughs> well, I I will not confirm nor deny that I would feel the same way that you would <laughs> being in, in your shoes. So, yes, we can rally around that in emotional support for you. And then we can also at least extend the opportunity to those who are like, heck, yeah, what's Choctaws? What is their what's their name? Yes, we are. We will be a Choctaw in our house. Um, if you've got kids who are looking to start school in the upcoming semester, I am sure. And I've reached out. I hope to get them here on Good Things. This really is everyone who has seen the headline. They're sharing it. It's like my reaction was, whoa. Like, wow, okay, because, well, for one, that would be great at any university. But number two, traditionally speaking, 
tuition for private colleges of any capacity are generally a little bit higher than those of a public institution. So, um, yeah, I mean, if that definitely, if there is some good news for you, if you are in that area, um, in that phase of life, should I say, then you can uh, take advantage or at least learn more. There's nothing wrong with with that, exploring exploring that as well. And if you're out and about, too, this is kind of here in the metro area, but I thought it was a good headline over at supertalk.fm. Campbell's Bakery, who's just under new ownership, they're helping to raise funds for the Down Syndrome Society. They got a new cookie out for a limited time. It's a new pumpkin Oreo cookie. So if you're in the area and looking for a sweet treat, I think that's also a worthy cause of stepping um, out and supporting them, supporting some good in our state. Do we have a winner, winner chicken dinner? We do. Look at all of that Saturday in the park and perfect writing or texting or whatever you want to. Spelling. Spelling, which you would say, people would say that texting has ruined our grammar. But has it really? Or is it just just enhanced what was always bad? Uh, it's a bit of both. It has definitely sped up the the changes you see that are cyclical in language. Some reports say we're going backwards. We're making it down to just where they were in the caves with just emoji, you know. It, emotes and emojis do seem very hieroglyphic. <laughs> in that you have to decipher them, old, it's all context. All old is new again, right? All the way back to caveman art and communication. All right, stick with this. you got more coming up next with the Boys with Sports Talk Mississippi. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.